0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is finally time to investigate 311. This week, this all sucks. The world sucks. Everything is trash. Let's try and cheer ourselves up with wrestling and white claws. We'll cover this week's very fun episode, Dynamite, and give you the latest updates on the XFL tonight on Heel Alternative. That's one and all. It is Wednesday, March 11th, 2020, and welcome to episode 20 of Heel Alternative, ProWrestling.cool's posse podcast, where we cover AEW and the wide world of professional wrestling outside Vince's purview. We are streaming live over at Twitch.tv slash ProWrestling, so, uh, you know, check us out there. We're monitoring the chat and our Twitter at The Heel Turn, so send us your questions and your comments, and we will get to them as we deem fit. Heck of a show for you tonight, or something of that effect. Look, I'm your host, John C. Maxwell, joined by Oscar Bernard. Hi. Everything's fucked up, Oscar. Sure is. I don't want to sugarcoat it. I'm, I'm real upset about everything that's going on in this world. Between the Democratic primary and the fucking coronavirus. Like... I don't even fucking know anymore, man. All I know is that it seems like the entire city is shutting down around me, and yet I still got to go to work for some reason.
1: Does Joe Biden have a gangster friend from the 50s named Coronavirus?
0: Come on, man. Some malarkey. (laughs) Let's scream at some, uh, let's scream at some, some auto workers or something. That went real well. No,
1: it's okay. It was okay for him to scream at those auto workers because they were all secretly MAGA.
0: <sighs> the problem is that there's like a lot of fucking resistance lives out there saying that shit. Like I literally saw some fucking, some blue check mark make some fucking comment about like look you have to understand that this is actually a really smart move it's like this is really going to play to a lot of people and make them go oh yeah Biden he's like you know standing up to these people it's like yeah it's the fucking same dipshit technocrat assholes that fucking loved Hillary and Warren and fucking cost us the election last time so cool like i'm really glad that movie bob is is really happy about Biden telling poor people to go fuck off for being stupid and not learning to code or whatever.
1: I can't believe that Marianne Williamson was the only progressive candidate to actually be progressive.
0: ProWrestling.cool We Peacock Politics Wait, no. (laughs) No. Fuck Andrew Yang! Fuck Andrew Yang! Jesus Christ, Yang! You goddamn sellout!
1: I mean, he works for CNN now.
0: Did you not but, know that he was gonna be a fucking sellout? You know, it's not that I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm just disappointed, Oscar. It's like you know what? I didn't. I, I didn't hate you, Yang. I didn't like your policies, but I didn't hate you personally. Now I do. I mean, Andrew Yang always came across to me as,
1: what if socialism but I don't have a plan?
0: It's more like, what if socialism with capitalist characteristics? Yeah.
1: I I guess that seemed more like what Warren was doing to me.
0: What if socialism, but I really hate the poor. No, Warren was just compassionate capitalism. True. You know, the oxymoron. Pro Wrestling Not Cool, y'all! It's White Claw Wednesday, and we're talking AEW, and how the leftist movement in this country is once again at fucking risk of dying. Because we're gonna get... we're gonna get four more years of Trump if this fucking debate doesn't go well on Sunday. It's okay. As long as we keep Ruth Bader Ginsburg in a bubble, the world will be fine. The court... The court's already conservative. We already lost that, y'all. You just gotta fucking give it up, okay? I'm sorry, but I'm actually not sorry. Y'all are fucking idiots and not... Electing Bernie in 2016, you did this. You
1: did this. Hot take: Ruth Bader Ginsburg should have retired like five years, like probably during the Obama administration, so that Obama yeah. Could got-
0: no shit, she should have retired. She a million percent should have retired. The fucking clown. Hey, look. If
1: if someone made notorious JGM tote bags, wouldn't you stay in your job for a little bit longer?
0: I mean, it's hard for me to say because that would actually require my my job appreciating me, <laughs> and I don't know that I've ever had that feeling. No, that was not a burn on Owen. I feel like that's going to be interpreted as a burn <laughs> on Owen. That was not a burn on Owen. I can't deal with the silence. It was I burn on Owen. Bake. Make two
1: bad made-for-TV documentaries about John. Sorry. One rushed documentary and one rushed biopic.
0: (laughs) It's the worst. John, who plays you in your biopic? I mean, if we're going to go by the classic bit that I did for my radio show, it's Michael Sarah. Yeah, I can see that. It's a million percent Michael Sarah. I did that as a bit for like my radio show in college, where I did a fake. Uh, where I basically just did the South Park Rob Schneider bit for my uh, from a movie about my life and radio's dumb radio thing, and I had myself being played by Michael Sarah.
1: I could see Michael Sarah playing you.
0: Aw, thanks. I think Michael Sarah's cool. Yeah, I like Michael Sarah. Oscar? Yeah? We've we've already done terrible things by talking about politics, so let's talk about other terrible things, like everything that's going on in the world, but also as it relates to the world of wrestling, sort of. Although... Come on, John, play it. Our first topic is not about wrestling so much as it's about the worst sport. So wrestling...
1: Where's the kind of football that the NFL used to be? Where's my smash-mouth, wide-open football? So, the XFL, the upcoming uh, LA Wildcats-Seattle Dragons game, is going to be in an empty stadium. and I'm going to resist making any of the obvious jokes that I can make about this.
0: Um... Because it's because of the coronavirus. Yeah. Washington State, from what I hear, is, like, the second most, uh, like, state that's been fucked up by coronavirus.
1: Yeah, they have a ban on...
0: Overtaken by a certain state recently. Is it fucking New York? New York, baby! Number one! I'm so excited to be going there. I mean, technically, the place that we're going to be around the 10,000 people is in New Jersey. So you're not going to die of coronavirus, you're just going to die of all the other diseases you get from being in New Jersey.
1: John, take me to the Port Authority bus terminal when I'm in New York. Let's just fucking let's just fucking black pill ourselves, deliberately get corona, <laughs> hang out at the Port Authority bus terminal...
0: Port Authority's not that bad. They got that bowling alley.
1: I I will admit, I only know about the Port Authority from, like, memes about how dirty New York is.
0: Port Authority is... Look, Port Authority's a lot cleaner than it used to be, but I will say that, yeah, no, Port Authority is definitely one of the few places that feels like old New York of, oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, so since this game's happening in Washington, where they're having a lot of problems with coronavirus nobody's gonna be allowed at that stadium yeah
1: and because i think washington now has a ban on gatherings over like 100 or something i thought it was like
0: 250
1: but still more people that go to an xfl game
0: like all joking aside xfl has
1: actually been doing pretty okay
0: that is true. Actually, it has been. It's it look, it's not like it's been doing like amazing numbers by any stretch, but they've been selling out like respectable numbers. It's been doing better than AAF. Yes, that is definitely true. Um
1: like that's kind of why we haven't really talked about we thought we would be talking about XFL a lot more because we thought it would be a fucking train wreck. It's, Instead it's just
0: kind of decent. Yeah, but it's I don't just, really care, but It's, it's, it's just it's an decent. above
1: average football league.
0: Yep. It's got some cool ideas between, like, you know, the the miking up the refs and the miking up everybody and, like, you know, go, you hear all these things and the way that they do interviews. But it's not interesting enough that I really, that it really makes me go, yeah, I want to watch Handeg because I don't really want to watch the NFL either. Yeah. Have you been to a Guardians game yet?
1: I have not. Well, if there's one going on when I'm in the city... If I get fucking, if I'm not allowed to leave, we'll go to a fucking Guardians game. Okay.
0: I mean, hey, if you're not allowed to leave, maybe we could take that that bus down to Philly or whatever and hang out with Owen to see that Guardians game he wants us to go to, that Guardians Defenders game he wants me to go to at WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, sure. I can't believe that we're
1: going to spread the coronavirus to Philly.
0: Oh, please. They live in filth there. They already have it. It's true. Do you think Gritty has coronavirus? Gritty is made of coronavirus.
1: I can't believe Gritty's just a normal person, and and this is what late-stage coronavirus
0: does. Yep. Why do you think he's a fucking... Why do you think he's a leftist icon? It's literally because he's fucking, you know... Infected with the coronavirus. He needs fucking healthcare. Elect Bernie Sanders so that Gritty can get fucking healthcare, you goddamn cowards. Owen oh, in the chat says, Don't bring the virus to me, asshole. I do what I want.
1: I, reg- I regret to inform you, Gritty was yang,
0: gang, or bust. Fuck. I knew Gritty would be all about that UBI.
1: Although, now that Yang's dropped out, he's gone real hard on Tulsi Gabbard. Huh. He likes all of Bernie's policies, but is also way into conspiracies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, conspiracy theorist Gritty! (laughs) I need this! I just want to go to a fucking <laughs> Flyers game and have Gritty talk to me about how Bush did 9-11. But, but the thing is, though, Gritty thinks
1: Bush did 9-11, but he thinks Jeb Bush did 9-11.
0: <laughs> it's Jeb! <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna make sure you assholes clap for me. <laughs> I Still... My favorite
1: thing about Jeb is seeing his Spanish language poster, which just says Jeb, but with the upside down exclamation mark before it.
0: It's pretty good. (laughs) It's like Rob, my favorite show. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, combining my two two favorite things, Rob Schneider and racism. (laughs) So Rob Schneider. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: watched, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, the one of two films that I can think of where he plays an Asian man.
0: Oh my God, I forgot that he did Yellow Face.
1: But at least in Eight Crazy Nights, that film was animated, so he was just doing an Asian accent. He didn't go full makeup.
0: Remember when Eddie Murphy did Yellow Face? Yeah. Sure do. Norman's it's a fucking bad movie.
1: (laughs) I mean, I still don't think it's the worst Eddie Murphy movie, but that's because one time on a plane from England, that's like an eight-hour flight, and the only film they had on flight was Meet Dave. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And, And so I wound up watching that film multiple times on that flight.
0: I actually ended up doing that on a uh, on a cross-country flight from California with, uh, oh God, what was it? Uh, Big Fat Liar with Frankie Munez. <laughs> I mean, look, the last time I flew home from England, I realized,
1: oh, I have an entire row of this plane to myself. I can watch whatever the fuck I want on my phone. Yay! So I watched the best in-flight movie, Freddy Got Fingered.
0: Yes! Oh, that's a good one. <laughs>
1: That film's real... That film fucking rules. Let's look at me, Daddy. I'm a farmer. <laughs> Freddy Got Fingered is, is a masterpiece. Freddy Got Fingered's real good. I respect the fact that Tom Green was like, Yeah, I'm gonna get a studio to give me millions of dollars to make the worst movie ever.
0: I'm going to just get a studio to make let me make a dottus Nightmare where I also drop a sailboat into a wood chipper from a helicopter and then it doesn't get used in the movie.
1: <laughs> Man, I want to watch Freddy Got Fingered again.
0: Me too. It's been a fucking while since I've seen Freddy Got Fingered. It had been a while since we did that fucking I'd Rather Not bit with Freddy Got Fingered. Anyway, <laughs> XFL that really sucks. But also, it seems like everything's really fucked up right now. bunch of bunch of the colleges here in New York have like gone to online only for their classes. Fucking, I don't know. Like you were telling me, the NBA is is postponing the rest of the season. Fucking- Raptors defending champs two seasons in a row fucking New Japan canceled the entire New Japan Cup? Um, Who knows when the Eats Guide will come back?
1: Pretty much every league in Europe now for football is playing empty stadiums. Jesus. Like that inter Uve game was in an empty stadium.
0: This whole thing sucks.
1: Sure does. Fucking... Arsenal and Man United had to have their game postponed because one of the Arsenal executives met with someone from Iran that has coronavirus. Oh, God. And then met with all the players.
0: Oh, God.
1: And I mean, like, fuck Arsenal, but also I don't wish that on anybody.
0: I just so hope, beyond hope, that this doesn't fuck with blood and guts. I know that I'm being selfish when I say that, but I want to see a goddamn War Games match. I know it's not a War Games match, but you can't call it that, but I want to see it.
1: Just have the Blood and Guts cage be like plexiglass and like airtight.
0: Submit or surrender <laughs> by asphyxiation. <laughs> Have all the wrestlers wear hazmat
1: suits Give Jericho A Le Champion surgical mask
0: Have Dean Ambrose get shots In his ass in the middle of the ring <laughs> <laughs> Yeah but now it's a face thing <laughs> He's doing it saying hey everybody out there it has gotta be safe with this coronavirus Get the vaccine These aren't just my shots. These are all of our
1: shots. (laughs)
0: Not the kind of shot I wish I was having, but you know what? Gotta be safe,
1: everybody. Adam Page starts drinking Everclear instead of beer because it's a high enough alcohol content to kill the virus.
0: The inner circle then sets Adam Page on fire and he explodes. (laughs) Please, Adam
1: Page... Adam Pace just goes to Santa Monica. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, I is that will, it for XFL? I will
1: buy you. An, I will buy you a new title shot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it for XFL. I stay safe out there, everybody. Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like we've kind of already got into Dynamite. We did, because, yo, the big thing out of Dynamite this week, although not really, uh, they announced the the rules for the fucking Blood and Guts match. Yo, it's just war games. Yeah. Yeah, it's just war games.
1: I mean, it's more war games than WWE's war games.
0: Yeah, I know. It's The gr- best part is they can't call it war games, but yo, it's war games. How did MLW get away with calling it War Games? I don't know how they got the rights to it. I know that they did one in like 2003, 2004, something like that. But yeah, somehow MLW had the rights to it until last year when WWE ultimately bought it off of them.
1: Yeah. Wow, I can't believe MLW got money for something that a major company just took from them. Yeah,
0: I know. Usually they get nothing out of it. Man. Good for Court Bauer, actually figuring out something for once. Court Bauer understands trademark law. It seems like him and Cody are the only ones. Does Cody understand too, trademark I law? I mean, he owns Bash at the Beach now, so I guess so. Man, I wonder if that's why Bash of the Beach
1: was removed from 2K20.
0: Probably. Huh, I could see it. Yeah, I, I could totally see it. Of now, that's like, well, we don't own the name to it. They do.
1: I mean, though, they put Halloween Havoc in the game, and technically, WWE doesn't own Halloween Havoc. Does AEW own a Halloween Havoc? No one owns. I think, for some reason, no one was able to trademark it. Huh. Like, that's, there's some weird thing I remember where, like, WWE wanted to use Halloween Havoc, and then it's like, oh, wait, apparently we don't own this, and we don't know who does.
0: Weird. I wonder what that's about. Anyway. Fuck the bad place. Let's talk about the good place. Let's talk about the fact that Hangman's a dick. But, like, he's a cool dick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm all in on Hangman now.
0: I don't know, I'm all out. Personally. Boo. Hangman is is quite the vanguard of the revolution, you know? Especially when he gets in full gear. Boo. Double or nothing pun. He'll take a double shot of
1: whiskey or nothing.
0: I mean... That person did have that sign that says you have to take a double shot in Utah. Yeah. It's great content. This is really great content we're putting out here. <laughs> Hangman cut it was I thought it was strange that they opened Dynamite this week by having, you know, an earlier today promo of Hangman cutting a promo backstage with the bucks and being like, No, fuck you, you're not gonna be my partner. I hate both of you.
1: Also, can we just talk about that Nick Jackson? Was it Nick or Matt Jackson with the blood in his mouth?
0: That was Nick. We'll get to it, though.
1: Yeah.
0: The point is that, yeah, I thought this was a cool thing, and I like that Hangman's like, he's being a fucking asshole. But, like, I like him being an asshole. I don't know what it is, why this is working for me.
1: I'm into it. Like, again, this whole Adam Page story... Is super working.
0: Although they did do they they did do the thing this week that you, that y'all been worried about. He did drink during a match. Yep. Granted, though, this is where I come at it from. Jericho started it.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't like it there either.
0: I mean, I did kind of like Jericho be walking around and be like, I'm the hangman, I drink the beer. I thought it was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> and then I had the good spot where Jericho got punched and he spit the beer out.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And then hangman was like, no, fuck you, this is how you drink a beer. <laughs> and then, to, to be fair, Oscar, he drank the beer and then immediately got punished for it by getting his ass kicked by Sam Sammy Guevara for turning his back on him. Yeah. I don't know. I was into it, though. I
1: didn't hate it. I think the fact that I didn't make a note of how much of me hating it means that I didn't really hate it.
0: Hooray! (laughs) I'm glad to, to know that I'm calling you out on your bullshit here. But, alas, folks... We will get to the thing that happened here, which is basically that like at the end of a, at the end of a certain mess that we'll get to, uh, Nick Jackson got his ass fucked up by the rest of the inner circle, uh, got his head uh, clocked in with a fucking like sliding gate door and had a bunch of blood coming out of his mouth that Oscar, you have some thoughts on. I, I hated
1: this and I loved it. And like, I know it's fake blood, but also it legit made my toes curl.
0: Yep. I know it was fake, I thought it looked kind of stupid, but also, I was like, just looking at it, it's just the way that they had the angle on it, like, just, even the angle that they chose for, like, showing it, like, I don't know what they did for that camera trick or that lighting, it kind of made it look like he had his head sort of caved in.
1: Oh, I
0: think it was the shadow from the, uh, from the garage door. It probably was the shadow from the garage door. Like, whatever they did, though, with that lighting... Yeah, like I said, it made it look like there was something wrong with his head. It yeah. was fucked up, and I liked it.
1: I mean, it's cool, but is it Brock Lesnar elbowing Randy Orton in the head for real cool?
0: Yes, because it. I wasn't actually scared that a man was going to bleed out to death. Don't forget, that shit literally happened in front of me. I'm still mad at that spot. The I more I the think about it, the spot. more I fucking hate that spot. Also, hi, the Master.
1: Hi, Rhythm hi, Master.
0: Rhythm. Yeah, because that spot was fucking terrible and horrible, and, like, it actually led to, like, legitimate injury and concussion. Yeah.
1: I guess you <laughs> could say that everybody dies. That was a bad segue.
0: That's your segue, Oscar. This is how we're segueing into talking about the first match, which was Cody Rhodes versus Ortiz, but never mind that shit, because here's fucking Jake the Snake and and his goddamn client, Lance Archer, hanging out at ringside. Everybody dies from snake bites. Everybody dies from snake bites, Oscar. I liked how Lance Archer had his hair braided but in business fashion i like the fact also that they just kind of
1: kicked off with this knowing that it's like yeah no we're not gonna we're not gonna stretch this
0: out we're not gonna tease it we're not gonna be just like oh no here's jake Jake like the snake and lance archer they're just here now it's like oh all right well i guess that's the client if this kind Which, of fuck adds, yeah
1: this lends a lot of credence to Lance Archer not being available last week because of uh, travel issues.
0: Is that is that the rumor of what happened? That's what we were talking about last week. Oh, right, yeah. I I honestly I <laughs> that was last week, man. I don't remember. That was how many white claws ago. I don't know. Me neither. That's the point. But yeah, like I'm really glad that Lance Archer is here, and I like the way that they introduced him. Just kind of like, you know. He's here. We're not going to, like, really make it, like, a big deal of, like, oh, my God, it's Lance Armstrong. It's like, no, you knew. You, you pretty much knew. Yeah. Speaking of things we knew, though, Oscar, did you watch today's Free the Delete? No. Okay, well, Broken Matt is, like, fucking dead. All right. And did you see the other thing that they announced on Dynamite this week? The the exalted one's coming next week. Yup. Yeah. I don't know what to think, man. I really don't. It's gonna be broken, Matt. So here's the thing: is that they do have, if if you look on that their little like newspaper thing of the exalted one that they showed on the on the promo. Uh, On the episode today, they have one of the news stories that they have there is about a fire at a compound from two people fighting each other with fireworks. (sighs) So, again, putting in those those broken mat fucking references, but I'm going to throw it out there again, Oscar. It's in Rochester. Yeah. No, I I mean I would like it to be Brody Lee. I'm still kinda of feeling like it's gonna be Brody Lee. I don't know for certain, but I'm still kinda of feeling like it is actually Brody Lee.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I just got distracted for a second. Someone retweeted coronavirus rule thirty four on my Twitter feed.
0: What the fuck does that even <sighs> Do you all want right, to post... see it, John! All right, post it in the chat. You... <laughs> While you're posting that in the chat, I'm gonna move on to our next topic here, which is, uh, hey, B Priestley's alive. Yeah, all right. B Priestley's cool. Yeah, um, you know what? B Priestley's had some issues, definitely. All the other times she's been in the ring in AEW, like say the women's battle the women's casino battle royal where she kind of no sold some shit and got to a fight with people backstage apparently but yo she looked a lot crisper and a lot like you know she, i feel like she definitely the last couple times she was here she sort of had the problem of like you know she was definitely working that joshi style when joshi just wasn't really working on this roster and i feel like they've done a better job of making it work i don't know am i wrong No, I I enjoyed it. What the ever-loving fuck?
1: (laughs) It's the coronavirus fucking the economy. Uh, You wanted to see it, John!
0: I did, and I regret this. What have I done? I'm going to delete Oscar, this now because I don't want to look at it anymore. Oscar. John. This match was okay. Yeah, it was totally fine. You know, Chris Statlander, Hikaru Shida, they're really good. Nyla, I really like Nyla. Bee Priestley, she seems neat. Yeah. And now I guess she's fighting Nyla.
1: Yeah, I mean, B Priestley seems like... A totally fine first challenger to make Nyla look good. That's not... While well, we wait for... I don't know. I guess... Who's who's gonna take the title off Nyla? Chris Statlander? Yuka, you cowards. Yeah, alright. Yuka, you cowards. She's magical and can Fly. It's true.
0: She Her song does say that. And I... I... That too. Yeah. Anyway, Oscar... Let's talk about the thing I know you definitely want to talk about. Because I know... That you are super into this Christopher Daniels Dark Order thing. Yeah, I fucking loved it. I know that you weren't hot on it, but I mean... I laughed a lot. It just, it just kind of felt like it felt like a very WWE segment to me of just being kind of easy, you know. I mean, but it was. Go on.
1: It was, but I mean, also they kind of. I lo- I'm, I'm a sucker for parodies mm. of shit, Fair and enough. I'm, I'm into Chris Dan- Christopher Daniels versus Um, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson in a parking lot
0: I'd watch that yeah
1: but yeah like I thought I mean I've been all in on all the Dark Order shit like if they're not top three for most improved this year I will fucking raise hands fair enough Um, like, yeah, Dark Order fucking rules.
0: Yeah, like, I'm, look, don't get me wrong, I'm still very interested in, in all, in where this Dark Order stuff is going, it's just, I don't know, it's just, yeah, it felt a little bit like, okay, Christopher Daniels just kind of taking the easy way with a lot of these things, not that it was bad necessarily, just like, it could have been more interesting, I thought, but, you know, I, I totally get where you're coming from, there's definitely a charm to it. And yeah, like you said, Christopher Daniels wanting to fight them in a, in a parking lot. Pretty good. Also pretty good, though. For some reason, Juggle Express fought MJF and his dumb friends.
1: Alright, who's the... Who of MJF's dumb friends is the Marina Shafir and who's the other one? I can't remember her name.
0: The blade is Marina The butcher is Jessamine Duke Jessamine Duke, that's her name. I think Jessamine Duke is the one that actually seems somewhat decent. I mean Jessamine Duke has not had a
1: awful fucking portrait of her on Velveteen Dreams crotch.
0: Unfortunately.
1: I I still can't believe that that portrait existed.
0: Yeah, me neither. So, did you notice by the way that when MJF was introduced, he was introduced as the Butcher and Blade's opponent? No. <laughs> you fucked up there, Justin. Man. It wasn't actually that bad. I just thought it was I I mean, funny. I didn't even notice it, so. Yeah, exactly. But you did notice that the uh, the remix that they made of MJF's theme of just cutting out like the first thirty seconds, rather. Yeah. Like And putting in I'm better than you and you know it at the beginning. MJF's theme fucking rules, don't get me wrong. MJF's theme always fucking ruled. But also
1: But also I mean like MJF's theme took is great for walking out to talk, is not great for action.
0: True. This is a good I'm gonna kick your ass version. Yeah. Good on you, Colt Cabana's son. I don't know, this match was fun. Is he actually Colt Cabana's son? No, it's a bit. Okay. I'll I'll send you that match. It's a very funny match. Ah oh, damn New Japan has action figures now. Wait, what? They're doing New Japan action figures. Oh, that's cool. I'll buy a Taichi.
1: They're not making a Taichi.
0: Fuck off!
1: Uh, series, Series one is Ishii, Okada, Tanahashi, and Osprey. Sure, okay. Also, it's 50
0: fucking dollars a figure. No, I'm good. Do they have like 8 million points of articulation or something? I mean these look like high quality figures. I mean it's Japan, they probably are.
1: I did I tell you about the new action figure I bought? I finally I think
0: you did, but tell the audience.
1: I finally bought an AEW action figure. Which one? It's the little bit of a bubbly (laughs) playset. It comes with Jericho, the belt. At a table that has Craft services and bubbly on it that's And he's really holding good. a microphone He's holding a mic in one hand And bubbly in the other It's fucking that's, great And it comes packaged awesome. in a bottle of bubbly
0: That's awesome God damn it Jericho <laughs>
1: It's the only AEW action figure I'm going to buy online and pay shipping for because it's Ringside Collectibles exclusive.
0: Fair enough. Anyway, yeah, Jungle Express, MJF, that was, a, that was a fun, goofy little match. It was a little bit sloppy in places. There was a, there was a pin breakup that got kind of botched, admittedly. Yeah, although, can we talk about... It was a really cool concept, it's just someone fucked up the timing there. Can we talk about the best spot in this
1: match? what's that Aubrey Edwards breaking up the pin with by just fucking kicking the pin out
0: that that was fucking pro on her move yeah like Aubrey Edwards fucking rules it's like oh you're not gonna oh uh, you're like oh she realizes it's gonna be late so I'm gonna fix the I'm gonna fix this <laughs> Again, if this isn't
1: dot-coolest spot, top three at least. It's not, but
0: it's a good save.
1: I mean, I don't know. This is dot-fucking-cool. Sorry, dot-coolest moment, not dot-coolest spot. Okay, fair. I'm just looking at the shit that's been nominated so far. And it's crazy how much of the shit is just dynamite matches and dynamite promos. Like,
0: I'm not surprised.
1: Dynamite has been on such next level.
0: They've been blowing up. Yeah.
1: Like, this is. It's insane how good Dynamite
0: is. It is definitely surprising, yeah, just how fucking pro the show has been and for being on for only like five months. Like, it's it's quite incredible. Gotta hand it to him. You've really gotta hand it to him. Yeah. But yeah, this match was fun, you know, they the heels won because the heels gonna heal. MJF, uh, Armbard, Salty Earth Rathered, uh the fuck out of uh Marco Stunt because it's Marco. He's a baby boy.
1: Yeah. I kind of wish Lucha Express would... Or, sorry, Jurassic Express would drop Marco's stunt. Because I feel like Jungle Boy serves no purpose now.
0: Well, sure he does. He's the one that's actually competent. Whereas you, and you have Marco to do the fun comedy spots.
1: I guess I just don't feel like I see what Marco... I just don't really see what Marco adds to that dynamic anymore other than making Jurassic Express not win matches.
0: I'm not going to disagree with you, but also fuck you out like Marco.
1: (laughs) Yeah, alright.
0: I can't argue with that. Darby Allen had a weird video. He sure did. (laughs) So, he put himself in a body bag while wearing a Chris Jericho mask and he put himself in a body bag, and he was wearing a Sammy Guevara mask, and then he zipped up the body bag, and then he drove a van and a pickup truck and dragged himself in the body bag? Yeah, why not? Did Darby Allen c- kill himself? I mean, we, we
1: knew he was going to. He's always said he was going to kill himself in the ring.
0: It's a lot of imagery and symbolism going on in this video. I need an adult. I don't think Darby Allen knows where this is going. I mean, it seems like he does, and where it's going is he's going to fucking kill Sammy Guevara. No, he's not going to kill him. He's just going to wear his
1: face like a mask.
0: The truck literally said R.I.P. Sammy on it.
1: I mean, most people don't tend to live too much longer without a face.
0: I don't know. Have you seen Face Off? They he had a different face on there. Give him
1: Darby's face then. Oh, you know what? Give me Dar, give me Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara in the Face Off remake.
0: Yeah, okay. I want to see them fight in the weird underwater prison. <laughs> who, who get give.
1: Give me John Woo directing someone's entrance to just have a bunch of doves all the time.
0: That sounds like something Cody would have.
1: Oh, no, I can't believe those doves all got neck tattoos.
0: (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Britt Baker did her thing.
1: Britt Baker's fine.
0: Britt Baker's awesome. I was so into this. Yeah. She's fucking hilarious. Just the way that she's just fucking running down Tony, running down the entire fucking uh Salt Lake City crowd just calling them out for being fucking boring Mormons <laughs> and then making a and then making a joke about how they're all must be related because of the poly shit. <laughs> it was pretty fucking funny, is all I'm saying. And then big swole came out and it got less good yeah because they're fighting about their mans I mean yeah. I don't I don't understand why it had to go there of fucking you know Britt Baker saying like oh people only care about you because of your boyfriend which a, that's weird like, B, do a lot of people know that she's married to Cedric Alexander? You didn't last week. I mean, you know, look,
1: if if Britt Baker wants to win the fight of of man's, just point out who's on TV.
0: Yeah, and then Big Swell's big comeback was, you know, I'm married, baby. Like, oh, man, Adam Cole doesn't want to marry you. Like, what? Why? I legit Why thought doing... Britt Baker
1: and Adam Cole were married.
0: Seemingly not.
1: This has just been a fucking whirlwind.
0: <laughs> You're learning so much. And I'm going to forget it all. Tune in in a couple weeks where we do the test of Does Oscar know Wrestling Relationships? <laughs> uh... Cedric Alexander's
1: action figure is on clearance now.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) Just like his career. It comes with the cruiserweight belt. Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, in fairness, the cruiserweight belt's probably going to go on clearance soon, too.
1: What have they done to you, Cedric?
0: I mean, he was living on... He was on Raw this week. Was
1: he on... Hey! Good for him.
0: No. Oh. Vince heard all the people bitching about how they're burying Ricochet like they did to Cedric Alexander, and he thought, wouldn't it be funny if I had Riddick Moss beat Cedric Alexander? Oh. In a 24-7 championship match. I can't can't believe Gronk is going to be the one to
1: beat Riddick Moss. He probably is. This is a sad thing. Well, I mean the twenty four seven titles staying on raw though and Gronk's probably going where Fox is.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair. Anyway, uh Death Triangle's still a bad name. Yeah. It's still a dirty vulgar name for, for a lady bits. Gonna... But at the same time, Did you hear that fucking weird dark remix of the Lucha Bros theme that's their theme song? Yeah, it's fucking cool shit. It's fucking amazing! I'll fuck with it. That shit is awesome! (laughs) Like, I was thinking, like, shit, I might actually buy this.
1: I mean, unlike The Bad Place, they'll actually release their theme songs. It's
0: true. Eventually. yeah. Just like uh, that theme song, this match fucking ruled. Yeah, weird.
1: I mean, Death Triangle has a lot of talent in it.
0: Yeah, and then and they're fighting fucking Private Party and Joey Janella, who also have a lot of talent in them. Joey Janela's alive. Yeah, Joey Janela looks a little slow. I'll, I'll admit, but still good. A Death Valley driver on the apron to pack was fucked up. Yep. And yeah, no, I don't have a lot to say about this match. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. One thing I do will say, though, is that they debuted the Death Triangle after the match. And what the fuck is this? They couldn't even really do it. It was just falling apart as they were trying to do it. ha <laughs> ha. It's they're they're fucking doing like yes locks or something, but they're choking every they're choking the other people out with their their teammates' arms. This was just bizarre,
1: man. But that
0: that move fucking sucked. Like, yeah, to the point that literally, like, Pentagon completely wasn't able to get, like, Mark Quinn's arm around Isaiah's neck anymore. And Isaiah's just, you know, screaming there like, Ah! 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 And he's just like, you know, it's not even touching you. And Pentagon's like, I got, I gotta put some kind of fucking hold on you now. This isn't working.
1: I think the death triangle is not gonna be around for too long. The move or the team? Both. The, the, go, the move will probably be gone next week.
0: Because the team seems pretty fucking cool. And I, I want them to keep doing this trio shit. They're not going to do a trio's <laughs> title, though. What if they did, though?
1: Yeah, I mean, what if they did? They won't, but what if they did?
0: You could have... Luther... John Moxley and Jimmy Havoc team up as the kings of the Deathmatch.
1: Replace Moxley with uh, Darby Allin and that would actually be a pretty fucking sick trio.
0: Darby Allen's not a Deathmatch person, though. Oh wait, Janela. Yeah, I guess I was more.
1: I I, I know Darby Allen's not really a Deathmatch. I I thought Darby Allen did kind of Deathmatchy shit though. I actually don't really know. I mean, I feel like Darby Allen could do some deathmatchy shit. But yes, give me Janella I like I I always like the image of the goth friends and their one and their one hair metal friend.
0: Anyway, Oscar John as we talked about last week, they did the thing that I was worried about of okay, yeah, they are just doing this fucking Tully Blanchard find a partner for, you know, Sean Spears thing to just show a bunch of clowns that send in videos being like, I should be your partner. I mean, one of
1: them was Simon Miller from What Culture, and that was cool. That was pretty cool.
0: But also, one of them was Anthony Bowens! And that's awesome! Yeah. He's the five-tool player. And... Of course we like him because he's a mainstay on Capitol Wrestling. <laughs> Saw him at the Capitol show I went to in December. Do uh,
1: do film Dynamite from the Capitol Wrestling Arena, you cowards.
0: Yes, absolutely. Do it at that tiny fucking like Catholic school auditorium in Bay Ridge. Sign Siobhan, you cowards. <laughs> I'd be kinda into them signing Portia Vaughn, not gonna lie. Don't change any of her character. Let her play her own music. What's her music? I'm just doing the expression that Cody used. Oh. No. But her music would probably be screaming something about being a feminist.
1: Just give her a fucking
0: wearing a pink pussy hat.
1: Give her a bikini kill knock. Get no, you know what her entrance music should be? "I'm with her" by Latigra. God damn
0: it! I'm so mad, but it's okay because so's John Moxley. Yeah, this Moxley's cool. He's an angry boy. Yeah, that's all. I like this interview that he did with Jim Ross. Jim Ross,
1: for all the shit we give him, still is really good. I He, he can come through in the clutch. I, I, I'll say I, that. I still maintain Jim Ross
0: adds more than he takes away. You know, there are definitely hit-and-miss moments with with Ross, but, like, yeah, I'd say definitely this week this was a lot more additions than subtraction, yeah. let's say. And, yeah, then the main event was uh, Hangman Adam Page and the natural Dustin Rhodes versus uh, Sex Gods of Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Is that their official team name? Seems like it. All right. I fuck with it. Yeah, I fuck with it, too. It's awesome. What would you think of this match, Oscar? Yeah, it was
1: good. Like, you know,
0: it was totally, like,
1: yeah, it was fine. It was a solid TV main event. I was underwhelmed by the surprise... I think they built up Surprise Partner too much, and then it's like, oh, yeah, it's gonna just be fucking Dustin.
0: Yeah, it's just... It was especially weird the way they paid it off. Of like, you know, oh, it's gonna be a Surprise Partner, it's gonna be a Surprise Partner, when, you know, it's like... I feel like they... I feel like the story they were trying to tell there was, you know, when Jim Ross said, like, I don't think he even had a partner. I think he was just going to do it by himself as he's come out to the ring. It's like they should have made that more clear because I think that, yeah, that's probably what they were going for is that, like, he was feeling away about Darby Allen doing it last week. It's like, I want I could do that. I'm the fucking hangman. Yeah. Honestly, they should have just done that. I mean, I look, I didn't mind getting to see Dustin do some Dustin shit it's Dustin yeah but also like I don't know I think they should have just
1: the story didn't really work
0: it didn't but hey look if you did it just hangman it would have been a lot harder to have justify hangman winning that match
1: then don't have him win that match but I like hangman winning Or, have Hangman do it by himself, realize he can't, and then fucking, like, have Matt Jackson come save him, and then Hangman resents the fact that Matt Jackson saved him.
0: Well, don't worry, because they did that later.
1: I know, but I'm just saying, like, that, I think, would have made more sense.
0: Because, yeah, basically, the big show-ending climax is, after Hangman gets the pin on Sammy Guevara with the Buckshot Lariat, uh... The inner circle jumps him and starts being the ever-loving dog shit out of him and Dustin. Then Kenny comes in to make the save and they fucking destroy Kenny. And Cody comes in to make the save and they fucking destroy Cody. And then they're gonna fucking triple power bomb uh, the Hangman off the stage. And Matt Jackson comes and saves him. And then they have a moment where Matt just flips him the fuck off. And that enough of their. Fighting with each other is good enough for the rest of the inner circle to just murk them both. Yeah. And park a chair over Matt Jackson and be like, yo, fuck you, I'm Chris Jericho. It felt weird. I don't know. I thought it was a good way to end the show. It just. Like, especially.
1: Yes, it just feels like they've done this now so many
0: times. True, but I mean, hey, they're building up to they're building up to to blood and guts. Yeah, they're gonna pay this off. Yeah, I don't know. I think- I'll agree with you if they do it. If they do this again next week, I'm gonna be like, come on, guys, like let's let's figure out something new here. But I was pretty into it. Not gonna lie. Uh, I've
1: got some Breaking Bad place news, but I feel like we should just mention it because it ties into our
0: XFL news. Well. Let's just quickly say that was AEW Dynamite this week. That was pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I watched it. That's all. But before we go, let's break bad. What's going on in the bad place, Oscar? Uh, SmackDown has been moved to the Performance Center.
1: Really? Yeah. Huh. And WWE is considering this for quite a few upcoming events. Oh,
0: my gosh. Yep. Where was SmackDown supposed to be this week? Um, I'm not sure. SmackDown. Well, damn. I mean, it's making, really not making me feel confident in Blood and Guts right now. Yeah. But I guess we'll see next week. When we tune in... Yeah, it was was supposed to be in Detroit. I didn't know that Detroit was having
1: coronavirus issues. Evidently not. I don't think they they were, like, a big one, but clearly WWE is uh, nervous.
0: Well, as I said, though, I guess we'll find out next week if we're still going to see fucking Blood and Guts. I can't wait for WrestleMania live from the Performance Center. I would actually be very interested in seeing a WrestleMania from the performance center. See, now it's no longer pirate themed, so it's okay that they took away Kyrie Sane's pirate gimmick.
1: Now it's just dudes in performance center shirts themed.
0: <laughs> Until next time, Oscar, though, where can we find you? Find me on Twitter at AsagatheGreat, Instagram
1: at AsagatheGreat, twitch.tv slash AsagatheGreat. Um, if you look up Osaka the Great on pretty much any social media site you'll find me
0: and I have been your host John Garecki Maxwell you can find me a whole myriad of places on the internet including Twitter at IamJohnGM Instagram at IamJohnGM Twitch at video underscore Shames and of course Venmo at IamJohn <laughs>
1: Also, it was uh, the mayor of Detroit that told WWE to cancel SmackDown and not WWE. Huh, weird. Alright. Y'all come back now, you hear
0: This podcast is brought to you by the ZoneCast Network, executive produced by Owen Douglas. Visit ZoneCast.com for more shows.